I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. things off yeah go uh, on then all right um i don't know if it'll apply to you sis but have you ever just oh big man you shouldn't you might be able to relate have you just like had enough of certain barbers you know you just go into a barbers and then they literally like they just like think they how can i okay i'm trying i'm trying to word this without being rude but i, can't, I probably can't help it do you get those do you have ever had those barbers who just feel like their their opinion's important and like you have to listen to them because they're cutting your hair. Right. <laughs> First off, I haven't been in the barbershop for nearly 10 years, yeah, since I realised I can do this by myself. Bruh. Secondly, I fully back you on that statement, yeah. I'm there to get my hair cut. I don't need to hear about any arguments and your true life stories. It's not a Charlie Murphy special. The late, great Charlie Murphy. I don't want to hear it. Just do your job so I can get out of your chair. But what usually takes a half an hour job then become the two and, two and a half hour epic where at some point I'm going to hear the whole history about the argument, then what he said, or should I say his version of events, and then the uh, classic, what am I going to do now, P. Diddy quote. So yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm, good. Sis, do you have anything like that happen to you? Um, I did once have uh, a hairdresser who shall remain nameless, refused to, refused to cut my hair because, and then basically when I did it myself, I went back to the hairdressers, they were like, if you were in my chair, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have let you cut your locks. Oh. And I was like, I'm grown. And that's when I decided I would not step foot in that bar, in that hairdressers again. Uh, I found a new one who was banging. Um, but yeah, I was like, so I'm sorry. And proceeded to tell me why this woman felt like she was not going to allow me to cut my dreadlocks. <laughs> Even though I was paying. <coughs> it's always the way. I've got two incidents to this. Because like the first one was when I still lived in South in Streatham, and there was that barbers on the high road, like near the KFC right where we used to live. Yeah, and um, there was this guy who thought he was the he was the shit. Like 
Like, if it was for a fact that there were a bunch of other barbers in there who were cool, I would have left that barbers ages ago. But, like, he, like it's, it's, this guy thought he was the shit. He was talking all this big game. We were downstairs. He was cutting my hair. He was talking about his girl, yeah. He was talking about, like, yeah, his girl loves her. His girl loves him and shit like that. Blah, blah, blah. Talking about, yeah, man, I, uh, she's mine, blah, 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 blah. I didn't do anything to prompt this conversation. I basically, all I said, all I said to the man was, can you, like, cut the sides, um, you know, keep it low down there and keep the bed intact, please, and just shape it up. I said, she all I said to the man, yeah, and he got into this conversation about his girl, and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then, basically- <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and what happens here, he goes like, his phone goes off, yeah, he goes, oh, that's my girl right now, she's probably texting me, I'm, I'm going to read it to you. And I'm like, you don't really have to do that, mate, I don't really want to know. He was like, no, nah, man, this is what she said, this is what she said, yeah. Sorry to do this to you, but I'm breaking up with you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was like, yeah, I, 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 I said nothing. I was like, Ooh. I was actually stood there waiting for him to cut my hair. He was just looking. He was, he was, for a good five minutes, he was just looking at text messages. He was looking at it. And I was just I'm not. Just... I, I had no emotion in my face. I was just, just waiting to get my hair cut. And then he went, Can you "Give me a second, please." And then he got, he's like, he called his girl, and basically he he went from he went from yeah, I'm the shit, I'm this, yeah, you don't you don't know anything about me. To like, why are you doing this to me? I love you. Don't don't leave me like this. Don't. I was like, um, um. Yeah, so, wow. So, 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 so I was like, yeah, yeah. Can you can you, can, you, can you clean the sides, yeah? Shit, um, <laughs> 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 you, 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 you started, man. You need, to, you need to finish the job. You need to finish the job. And. and <laughs> And there was this, and there was a second incident, second incident. And I was like, all right, this is when I moved to South Eden with my ex. And mm. um, there was a soul black barbers in my, in our area. And I always noticed there was only, there was literally no one ever in there. But I thought, you know what? I'm not in the mood to travel, travel. Let me just see what it's like. And worst case scenario, if it's shit, I'm not going to go back there. Simple as that. Um, cost me, like, first time I went there was like, cost me, cost me like 10 pounds, which is a, which is a bargain. And yeah. you know, the guy seemed to be okay. And then I went there next time now. And then this guy started like, again, inciting his opinions and his philosophy on me, which I, which I didn't ask for. Again, at this point, I'm losing my hair. So I went, can you clean it all off and check up the bin? That's actually all I said to the man. He's talking about, so what do you do on the weekends? I was like, I don't, I don't want, why do you want to know? It's like, why do you want to I, I sit I sit at home and play video games, leave me alone. And then like he goes like you should go out man, get get yourself a girl. I was like, I got a girl. He goes like, Yeah, you go easy with more. I was like, No, I'm not into that shit. Now you should try wow, and do that. Thinking, and he's yeah. literally <laughs> trying to instill this in me like I should be going I should I sh- I should be going out seeing this. I was like I was like, no, keep, I was like, no, I'm not interested. So I was like so the man wanted to talk, so I let him talk. Then all of a sudden it's like oh fifteen pounds. I was like Raw, whoa, it says right there ten pounds. So, yeah, that's for your customers. So I was like, what? And I, I, I literally went, all right, here you go. I can see why this place is empty. Walked out, never came back. On that, what? On that <laughs> note, uh, welcome to, and that's why I messed up. What a ras, fifteen pounds. See, I'm still, I'm even messed up the info because I'm still shot. By the sheer audacity of the rudeness. Welcome to, and that's how I messed up. Uh, that intro there, for the sheer audacity and rudeness, leads us into the topic this week, which is about one of a, a great, fantastic, awesome show uh, called Desmond's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry there. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. oh no! What? What? 
What? You went really quiet for a second. Oh, no. I'm but, literally but... kissing the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. I missed that. <laughs> I missed that completely. That leads us into our topic this week, which we're going to be covering uh, the old school comedy sitcom. Comedy sitcom? Sitcom. Um, Desmond's. <laughs> See, I'm still confuddled by the rudeness of the statement of talking about your life, giving you advice, unsolicited, and then charging you like therapy. Mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, for those, yeah, we're going to be talking about Desmond's this week and also uh, covering um, The Real McCoy mm-hmm. uh, with a little segue to a really old school uh, sitcom called No Problem. Um, I just wanted, just felt compelled to talk about some of the black sitcoms that have happened over the past years and the impact they've had on us. I'm actually vexed. I'm thinking about that now with the rudeness. Um, it's on my head. It really is. Ve- I want to slap him. <laughs> yeah, well, like, what, what, what even worse is like literally like from that day forward, every time we walk past uh, boss barbers, we just gave each other dirty looks. <laughs> that, was that was literally. I, I, I was in South Eden for about what two and a half years so literally for like at least <laughs> at least a year and a half of that i was just giving that man dirty looks we're just giving each other dirty looks for like the past like and then what kind of gets me because the barbers i go to now that well, i used to mm. go to before the whole thing happened yeah. um like it was is, is an acting where i used to, where I used to live in, have my bed set and yeah. um i was in there one day waiting to get my haircut there and then the, my man walks the my, my man from um from south you know, walks into the thing i'm like wait what no he doesn't work here yeah. But he knows no. them, and he's like, he's like a handyman or some kind of kind of like. And he's, Boy, we just looked at each other. Was like, I was like, I'm not saying hello to you. We're not friends. Yeah, we ain't we ain't tight. We ain't close. I looked at you. I looked at him. Looked at him once, and I looked at look at my phone. I was like, yeah, we we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> oh my god! But the, the funny thing, the thing I find mad and interesting is the fact that around the world, wherever you go, the black barbers, it's almost like somebody just started to print them out and. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you go to Africa, the Caribbean, uh, the US, or the UK. Black barbers are the same. You have the same similar personalities. The hype man, unsolicited advice, the one who we don't know really should have retired, but <laughs> is still there for some reason. Someone who comes in and is like, we take something. And you're like... <laughs> And any any time, any any time, blood. The one who comes in, the self-proclaimed bad man, he always gets his backside handed to him. But, um, yeah, I just I just just find that amazing that around the world, there's like we hold these truths to be self-evident that a barber shop will be a certain way, and even hairdressers as well. Black hairdressers will be a certain way. There will be the unsolicited advice, the rudeness, the the one who's basically like just found God or Jesus and they want to talk to you about their church. Uh, the one who stops halfway through your hair to go and have conversations. Oh, that happens all the time. Pet hate. <laughs> pet hate. Pet, pet hate. Or they know you're sleeping, you are sleeping, you're fake sleeping, but they want to talk to you. It's like, no. I I I don't friends, I don't want to make friends. I'm here to have my hair cut. But Amen to that. Um, <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know, uh, Desmond's was a, a sitcom uh, that ran from 1989 to 1994. Uh, it's actually Channel 4's longest running sitcom. Really? In terms of yeah. yeah, in terms of episodes produced, it's the longest running sitcom, which I which is 71 episodes. And don't forget, and don't forget, it's a it's a, an award winner for best British. Yeah. It is an award winner, actually, and it also featured in the um, 2012 Olympic, um, like in the Olympics. Mm. 
in that first um, like you know the whole intro uh, there was Desmond's in there mm-hmm. um, so produced by uh, Trix War and it was starred uh, Norman Beaton and Carm- Carmen Monroe who I didn't realise um, well Carmen Monroe is still alive Norman, Norman Beaton unfortunately passed away mm-hmm. um, but what I didn't realise is that um, Norman Beaton and Carmen Monroe far- starred in the first black sitcom on British TV which is the Fosters which basically was the British version of Good Times starring a young Lenny Henry. Wow. I remember that. Jesus yeah. Christ. I yeah. Remember. Isn't that mental? I only ever watched one episode of that and I always, ne- but never saw it again after that one episode I ever watched because like, like, I was at an age where one, we have to control the TV so I can never see it again unless they anyone Very else true. was watching it. So. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> So yeah, Desmond's is not the first black, t- um, first black sitcom, but Norman Beaton and Carmen Monroe starred in the first black sitcom, which is like, okay, that's very interesting. And the whole thing about Desmond's is, is that it actually parallels to Desmond's and Cheers. That makes sense. It does make yeah. sense to me. Yeah. When you think about it, yeah. right, so you've got Sam Malone, uh-huh. um, you know, in Cheers, Desmond, mm-hmm. Carla, Shirley, Woody, Sean, The Young Apprentice, yeah. Norm, Pork Pie, yeah, um, Cliff, Matthew. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah, the parallels, but it's just that what it was is that when Trix Royal created it, and I like read a couple of interviews with him, he was saying that he actually did this show. It wasn't for for black people; it was more for white people to show what it was like to live in a Caribbean household. Mm-hmm. And the similarities, because obviously, you know, Desmond's got kids and he's got, you know, Michael, who wants to be a bank manager. He's got um, his daughter who wants to work in fashion and his son who wants to go to university. And it's just like a kind of portrayal of what is, let alone the, the whole barbershop, black barbershop culture of, because of the joke is, running joke is Desmond can't cut hair in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone who comes in the shop goes into Sean, the apprentice. Because Sean can cut, the white apprentice can cut hair, mm. whereas Desmond has not been able to cut hair since day dot. And the joke is when all the old heads come in, they always cuss Desmond because they're like, you can't cut my hair. And I believe Port Pie even blamed Desmond for losing his hair. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got to say, so, yeah, sorry. No, it still kind of just blows, okay, quite, I'm quite glad that they are, but it still blows my mind that people like, um, Pork pie and oh, what's his name? His name's what Rams John something. I forget Holder. His name. Ram John Thomas, I think it is. Something like Ram that. John Holder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ram John Holder. He's but he, they're still alive. It still blows my mind that like, literally like they're, like they're still like they're still acting. I mean like um um I, I keep forgetting their names now. Um, the wife. Uh, Cam, Cam, uh Shirley Cameron Mon- Monroe. Yeah, she was she was apparently uh, I I. I swear where she was in the Holby City recently, like, she was, and, <laughs> and, Ram, yeah, and uh, the guy, the the actor for um for Port Pie is Ram John Holder. He's mm. still alive, still he's, acting. He, he used to be a singer, didn't he? Yes, he was. A, he was a guy, and he's actor, musician. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, still going, still going, and big up, and yeah, you know, still ticking. Yeah, the thing I like, um, or I find interesting is the fact that you have a lot of connection between prominent sitcoms featuring black people so you have no problem which is channel 4's first sitcom when it first launched uh, back in 1983 and 
which depicted the story of what happens when your parents who were born in the Caribbean go back to the Caribbean and leave the kids to themselves and how they're dealing with being British, which is really interesting, quite funny. That went on just seven episodes. Uh, then you get Desmond's, so no problem was like 1983 to 85. Then you get Desmond's 89 to 94, which is where, you know, you get the whole thing where the parents are, where everyone's still kind of here and, I think the thing I liked about Desmond's is that I could see people that I knew in Desmond's. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, the relatives that always want to go on about going back home, but yet it's still like, are you going to go? And I'm like, no, not yet. I haven't quite sent enough barrels back uh, to the house yet. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, and then we, from then we get to the real McCoy, which is 1991 to 1996. And I found some very. I went down a bit of a a, a ton, a bit of a, a weird rabbit hole, because I found out like, do you remember the monkeys? Is in Hey Hey with the monkeys. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. One of those Mickey Salents produced and directed episodes of No Problem. Wait, Mickey wasn't he the the short one? Yeah, the, with the, the black hair. Yeah. Black curly, black curly hair. Is a bit, a bit the madder one. Okay, okay. Was he okay? He was the okay. okay so it wasn't, it wasn't the only. Okay, you're not talking about the only British one. You're talking about the one with the curly, curly. Yeah. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, seriously. And I've, I've seen like pictures of, of him with the cast of No Problem on the set, and he like produced and directed some of the episodes. I was like, that's mad. It's mental, right? That okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Can't, can't, what can I say to that? Can't say much to that. To be fair, and I think I think part of him here he helped to ensure that it kept going, and you know, um, and I think I remember seeing a documentary where people talking about the the funny thing was the first time you watched No Problem there were no adverts mm. because they because Channel Four was new, mm. so and the first adverts they got for like for like Bwe Airlines, and it just looks like it looks fake, but it's like no, this actually happened at one point, and I remember this happening when No Problem first went out because there were no adverts. All you saw was the clock because there were no adverts, mm. so just a, just just a ticking digital clock yeah, to that. count down to count down the moments of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I liked No Problem, but I think I preferred Desmond's. I think Desmond's felt like I Desmond, knew. Desmond's was more relatable, I'd say. It just it just it just it just because just, just, like everyone like. Especially if you grew up, you grew up, grew up in our culture. It's like everyone's got a like an old man's barbershop. Because I remember my first man, old man's barbershop, which was in Hern Hill, Pennies. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, Pennies in Hern Hill. That was like my first, that was the first barber. Because I remember, cause I remember back in the day, that my dad used to do my hair, and I yeah. and I was like, do you know, I, I, I can't remember what's like. Probably to do it, but I was like, I don't want Dad to do my hair anymore. I think, I think I know. He cut your ear. Yes, he did. He yes. cut your ear. I remember because I heard the scream. He cut your ear. Okay, well there you go. That's what prompted it. Then. Yeah, you you like, the, <laughs> and I think the next time he came to do it again, you're like, no, I'm, not, I'm you're not cutting my hair. And I was like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Once bit and twice shy. Nope, not having it, but. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but I remember. Like, I think I was like, I took a, an alternative route home one day, and I saw um, pennies on the corner, um, and I was like, and I looked in there, and I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Mum to take me. I asked to take me there instead, <laughs> and Dad did reluctantly, and yeah, I just went from. I went. I went. I was going there ever since, and I lived in South London. I was always going. I was always going to pennies. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I mean, with pennies, it was you go in there, it was that old school barber smell you, you had in there. Everyone was friendly. They took time to know you. Great atmosphere. Brilliant shop. I don't think it's there anymore, but we always have uh, fond memories of the place for sure. I'll be kind of shocked if it was, to be honest, but like, mm. yeah, it was like, and, uh, <laughs> and like they. Did, they, they weren't their elaborate stories, but you could tell they're having a good time a lot of time because you had those, they had those dirty old men laughs. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> I kind of like, like, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Pennies, pennies was the one. Pennies was the one. Yeah. Oh, uh, pennies. And actually, I think and, that's. No, go on. Sorry, um, I'll say I think. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the fact that the shop was called Pennies and the man was actually called Penny. I love that. Like, yeah. Just, oh, was he really? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 he, he was. He was in the cut. Yeah. Nice. He was like, like he, Desmond, Desmond's. Basically, but he actually did a better job. Because he actually could cut hair. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's really important that. Um, I think also Desmond's hit different because it's based in South London and we grew up in South London. Mm. Like with Lee the Peckham Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lee. Oh, bless. Big up to Robbie G every Robbie time. G. Big up to Robbie G every damn time. And for those of you who are like, who's Robbie G? Uh, if you go right now and you put on Snatch. <laughs> and there are three black men. There's Solomon. Le- Lenny. <laughs> Lenny and Solomon. Le- Lenny. <laughs> what is that? It's an anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shotgun soul. shotgun soul. <laughs> Oh dear, big up to Ravi G every time. I do think it hit different because because it was based in Peckham, which is literally down the road from where we lived. So it felt it felt local. It was local and it felt relatable. And everybody knows a pork pie or some or someone like that. Oh, yes. And everyone knows a Machu. There's an old African, African saying. <laughs> <laughs> the true king of Wakanda right there. The true king of Wakanda was Machu. <laughs> I still remember the, the time when Matthew had to leave. Was it was something about his papers? He had to leave, isn't it? And yeah. they had they had the whole like a whole party and Port Pie actually was like, I do genuinely like you. And I think I think that's the thing is that, you know, black people aren't a monolith. And one of the things Desmond's demonstrated is the fact that there's, you know, often friction between Africans and Caribbeans, but there's also room for us to kind of move forward, grow together and learn from each other. And I did love that about about your macho, you students, which is This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Port Pie, because Machi was the perpetual, was, was the constant student. He was always at, he'd been, he'd been in, in college for, what, 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I really did, I really did love, uh, love Desmond's. See, because like, even though, so guys, sorry, because yeah, like, I, I remember they basically, because um, it was going on for another season. It was planned to do another season, but then when, yeah. um, when Desmond passed away, it was like, oh crap! It was like, what we're going to yeah. do? So that's why Pork Pie got its own series, and Ooh. it was good, but it just didn't hit as well. It didn't hit it's as well. It, it wasn't the same. Yeah, you take because because obviously Pork Pie won the lottery in in that series. He did, and yeah. it had. Um, Desmond's eldest in it with it as, as yeah, kind Michael. of his, yeah, as, as his right hand man. Yeah, but like yeah, it just wasn't the same. I mean, like it was kind of weird to see, like because because it, it did film location a lot of times. So it was like on um, oh, where was it? Like near Campbell. It was in Campbellwell a lot, which was really yeah. weird because I we go for Campbellwell all the time. So like all the time. And it was like, but like yeah, just when you took when you took when you took them out of the barber shop, it was just not the same. Yeah, I think it, it's that's that is why there are to me similarities between like Desmond's and and Cheers. Mm. If you took when you took all those characters out, the only one who just about made it was Frasier, but mm. it couldn't reference Cheers at all. Like it had to be completely removed away from that environment. Wait, they actually, to, but to be fair, it, they did actually reference it a lot because like he talk, he always talks about how he was he's hanging out in this bar in Chicago, and then practically most of those car, original cast actually did come back. To be fair, so, um, yeah, I think. I think um no you're right, it did definitely reference it. Um but I think the whole thing got transported. And also I think Norman Beaton was so big. Norman Beaton was such a big character. And mm. even like how he how he died was quite like because basically how he died was that he went home back home to Guyana and died as he touched as he touched Guyana. Bloody and yeah. and basically like, i think almost kind of died on the plane i think it was like as he touched the land that he mm. was born in he, t- he died and mm. it was the whole thing of desmond wanted to go back to die to guyana as well so they kind of did it in the way that no he, he got there and in a way for us it was quite a bit of sweet because we knew what they were saying he did get there just that he didn't get to you know touch so it, i think it felt a bit and the weight of that is gonna have impacted the port pie series mm. 
because I think you're always going, oh, that's funny. And then you're, you're still thinking of the fact that Norman Beaton is dead. Mm. And, you know, so I, yeah, I, I get why they did it, but I, it, it I, yeah, it, it was a short lived series. Um, and the funny thing is, the funny thing is, I think that having something like the real McCoy with that, it was a great thing. Like, like it was the next part of that, having the kind of, um, you know, because you had loads of things like, um, that did the whole kind of situation comedies and did like kind of little short skits. We didn't really have it so black focused. Mm. And I'm going to take the time right now to shout out Eddie Nesta and Judith Jacob, Curtis Walker, Ishmael Thomas, Robbie G, um, and Angie Lamar, who actually ended up, we actually met and she was amazing. She basically is like an auntie and I loved her so much. <laughs> yeah. um, Amira Sayal and Colvin DeGear and Felix Dexter, who I did not know was from St. Kitts. Is he? Felix Dext was he start he died as well. Mm. When? Yeah. Uh 2013 Felix Dexter died. Bloody hell, I'm sorry. But yeah, Felix Dexter Dexter uh, was from St. Kitts like us. So that was really like oh my gosh. And but I love the fact that the, the real McCoy took the next step and was like, yeah, we can do our little skit shows as well. And it did honestly feel like when you're watching some of the things, it did feel like you were going to the Hackney Empire and just seeing everybody yeah. just rip, rip Peter shreds and crease up. And I love the fact that it was black and Asian working together and highlighting bits where we're different, but also very, very similar. That's why I loved the real McCoy. And you can now watch the real McCoy on BBC iPlayer, iPlayer on BBC okay. iPlayer so I beg you if you don't know please I beg you check it I think I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast we have um, we, because really, we, have. <laughs> we really have it's funny because I think I found I found Real McCoy easy to get into because I was still kind of like on the Living Colour hype train mm. yes because that was kind of like the first real skit show I ever watched like ever so it was um so seeing it done from a British black um, standpoint was so much better because I was just like, oh crap, that's, my, that's one of my uncles. That's literally one of my oh. uncles. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> yep. It, was just, it was just like, oh, it was just so, it, yeah, I just, mm. <laughs> like, I think, like, every, every time I think of Real McCoy, I always got, I, I mentioned this in like one of the first podcasts we did, like, every time I think of Real McCoy, I always go back to that skit with Doctor Who because the Doctor Who skit <laughs> was <laughs> hilarious because like, it literally was just Doctor Who dubbed by, Jamaicans and it was just like it was just so funny and the point yeah Doctor Who better watch his ass because he's gonna get beaten by that side man you know what I'm saying I was, like, I was just like yeah that, that, that's the one that was the one for me it's like take that Cyberman and the mad thing is is that when you do go back to the Caribbean some things are overdubbed so it's like this is real I was like oh my I'm going back to the Caribbean in the 90s and seeing some things, I remember there was a, there was a, um, a TV channel called ZIZ in St. Kitts. <clears throat> and it was just like, some things were overdubbed. I was like, no, that, that actually really happened. Things are overdubbed. Okay, that's mental. Uh, but not to the extent of, of uh, the Cybermen there. We'd be like, boy, rock Cybermen, you come for you now. <laughs> Even though I would pay money to have, uh, to have uh, Caribbean Cybermen. But the Caribbean got to who? Why are you dealing with it? No eyes. <laughs> and I think some people be like, oh, why? I mean, there are, I did hear some people be like, oh, why is it necessary? It's like, you know why it's necessary? So you can see actually, for one, the range of our people 
and two, the, sim the similarities, because some things are very similar in certain houses and some things aren't. Mm. And it's good to see that on tele. It's good to see my to see my mad drunk uncles on television or their equivalent. It's um, like one one of the sketches I used to love was a sketch by Eddie Nesta. There used to be that church man who'd always sing out a tune, Rock of Ages. And I'm like, if you go to a church, this happens. And why do you sing the loudest? What? We can't hear you. It's like we wish you'd shut up. You can't sing. Please stop. But because you've been in that. You know, and obviously someone singing out a tune is just always hilarious anyway. Mm -hmm. Added to the context of church, like I used to like it when uh, when Les Dawson would do it. Les Dawson used to do the whole thing where he played the play the piano, but play it out of tune. And for some reason, this would always crack me up. Because you and <laughs> must be fair, because like I okay, mm. <laughs> I hate to say this, but <laughs> most but, 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 let's be let's 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 be nice. Let's be honest. Most church organists play out. No, I'm just saying because like, I like literally there are, like there have been a few chances I've gone to terms I've gone to the church and that that that's the notes that's the wrong notes because the person is so old they don't remember what they're doing their fingers are all brittle and like you know might snapped off during play and stuff like that you know I'm just I'm I'm, I'm being nice I'm being nice like, I'm not you know I'm saying the past their time it's like and now we have Sister Mavis who will play him two six two and the one I used to hate brother I think you remember this church we went to one where she'd start ahead of time. Yes, we were we, we weren't ready, but there. Eh, so, no, but uh, if you could just, or they'd hurry up, like they wouldn't. Get, so Sister Mavis would start playing the organ, and suddenly we're in we're in verse two. Sister Mavis done done gone clean to verse three, and is looking to go into the sub. And we're like, wait, what is this? Because sometimes you feel like stuff happens, and you're like, this has got to be a skit, though. But this has got to be not not real. Right? Is someone recording this? Like the time a friend of a friend of mine uh hit someone with their own prosthetic leg. I thought that couldn't be sorry, real. Sorry, yeah, sorry, back up. What way what? <laughs> back in the day in Bricks, uh there was an incident where a friend of mine uh kicked off a man's wood um prosthetic limb and hit him with it. Uh okay. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right. I have questions, and um, the, but that's for another. It's for another day. But realistically, yeah. did the man deserve it? Yes. All right, did. fair enough. Fair enough. Then I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm less uncomfortable now. <laughs> he was. Right. He was. No, he was rude. But I mean, she she did some. I was amazed by her. I was like, wow. And she's short too. I was like, wow. Okay. Is someone voice. recording this? It's always a short one, man. But um, <laughs> yeah beat this man with his own prosthetic leg and I was like Rah. and it was like people woke up well past like kiss heck and just walking on <laughs> that's, 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 that's Brixton let's be honest that's, that's, that's Brixton that's, well back in the day it wasn't I don't know I was say, that's how Brixton was that's not how Brixton is now uh, you know gentrification etc etc but uh, maybe so. that's for another podcast I guess <laughs> <laughs> no, that's too political it's not geeky enough nope very true did you guys ever know what Port Pie's full name was out of curiosity, I I saw it recently. Actually, it was something ridiculous. It was like John Port Pie something something Grant. Here we go, Augustus Neapolitan. That's that's a Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Grant. Wow. Neapol for getting the surname correct. Yeah, wow. Grant. I remember. I remember. I remember the last part. I was like Augustus Neapolitan. <laughs> you're, Neapolitan. you're an ice cream man. You're an ice cream flavor. 
but you know Neapolitan was the bomb, right? Let's... Oh yeah, it had, had, had all three flavours. Oh my god. Yeah, email us at uh, sentjudesavengers uh, at gmail.com and let me know if I can get Neapolitan ice cream, because I would really appreciate it. I'm pretty sure you can, but then... Actually, what, what... Yeah, yeah, you can at Tesco's. No, cause, oh. like, to be, but to be fair, there was no point because, like, literally, I just, I just ate the ice cream. I always remember getting cast. I always ate all chocolate, and then one was cutting me out. <laughs> oh, god. Do you know? Oh my god! The, do you know how angry I'd get when I'd come to have the Neapolitan in the blue container to find all the chocolate's been taken out? Just well, leaving. If they would just get the chocolate ice cream, we wouldn't have this problem, would we? No, we have to, we have to mix it up. Oh, Did, want... Was it my choice? It was not my decision. Mm-hmm. Don't get angry at me um... for society. All right. You know, you know when you've got your mouth set anyway. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give credit and give props to those people who came before, to those pe- those creators and comedians who made it, you know, put to their utmost to put us on the screen. And I cannot express the joy and wonderment that I felt when I used to watch Desmond's No Problem and Real McCoy. And shout out to everybody who ever did that and pushed the boundaries to do that, to normalise the fact that we are, in fact, black and British. But to be, to be honest, when I think about these things, it kind of makes me sad at the same time as well. Because Why sad? Because it, it feels like since then, from now to, from then to now, we've kind of stepped back. Because, like, I found, I find that TV from 80s to about early 2000s was more diverse than it is now. I agree. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, I always go back to this conversation. This is, this is a conversation that, um, that, um, happened on Facebook years back when Luke Cage first came out. And I know I must still remember oh, this conversation. Yeah. Oh, now, God, yeah. And, oh. um, and um, we were, um, Luke Cage just come out. My friend Tish had just posted that, you know, uh, her boyfriend started watching it, started watching it without her. So she was kind of annoyed about it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, I, was, I was looking through, I was looking through, I was just looking through the chain. And basically one of her friends or her boyfriend's friend had said, yeah, it was all right, but I thought it was overly black. Now, my first reaction was, my, my first reaction was, I'm like, could you know, my first reaction was, I hope Chantel doesn't see this. I hope Chantel doesn't see this. I hope Chantel does not see this. Chantel, please don't see this. Chantel saw it. And she just, I just went, oh God, this guy's going to get destroyed. This guy's going to get destroyed. And Chantel just, just destroyed this guy. And it was, and Tish, and Tish, bless her, she was like, what do you mean by overly black? Because obviously Tish is black. <laughs> this guy was, this guy was white. And, yeah, Chantal just, I can't remember what Chantal said, but Chantal just educated the man on why what he said was racist, how it's, how, um, how your, what your viewpoint is wrong and negative. And I just chimed in saying that, so w- would that make um, Daredevil and other shows general overly white then? Should that be a thing we should be okay with? I don't understand why being overly black is a problem in today's society when, you know, you, back in the day you had things like The Fresh Prince of Bella, A yep. Different World. I hate yep. to say it, I hate, I hate to say it, but it was a part of, it was a part of our, it was a part of it. That can't speak that. <clears throat> yeah, okay, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Move on, yeah. 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 <laughs> and but yeah. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bella, Sister Sister, Moesha, there were so many shows out there and little by little, they just disappear. They don't get much anymore. I think the only thing that comes close to it now in today's society is black shows like Blackish and yep. again Luke Cage and yep. um, it, and I, I like to think we're slowly progressing back to where it is a bit more diverse. But 
yeah, it's just a shame that we've kind of progressed backwards and it would be nice to get back to how, you know, it, things aren't overly black or overly white. They're just TV shows that we can watch because we like watching TV shows. Amen to that. A decent time sort of be good. Not none of this put on post-watershed like after midnight, like it's the word or anything like that. Something that the whole family can watch 8.30, 9 o'clock on. Not, nothing after 11. I mean, it's not X-rated. It's just people... Just no, it's urban. Oh, that <laughs> urban and gritty just, just people having a laugh there's nothing to be x-rated about it but you know what i mean that was back then where everything was put on off the hours hell i remember the 291 club being shown at Ray 291 club yeah but in fairness 291 club should have been after what watch it because it because it was swearing and bombing and it was like whoa some of the subject matter was like <laughs> yeah okay it's basically like like showtime at the apollo yeah. That had to be posted. You could not have Bernie Mac's Bernie Mac pre war shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be- he's cl- <laughs> he is clearly PG 13. <laughs> well, one show was PG 13, but the rest of them definitely weren't. Shout out to, to Bernie Mac, RIP. Mm. But um, you're, you're right, bruv. Um, in the 90s, there were so many more shows in the UK and news and also a diversity of accents as well mm. it wasn't just all London it was like I was talking about it with a friend of mine as well talking about like some of the comedy shows uh, Big Train um, and, uh, and other ones were from all over the UK Birmingham, mm. Scotland you know Rapsy Nesbitt um, oh. you know there was so many other there was a diversity of of um, of accents as well which has slowly just disappeared and some people kind of feel a bit threatened when it's like you're just showing a different way of doing things and i find it quite funny that some of the same people who would be loving fleabag talking about how amazing and insightful it is are still a bit like oh but if you if you had an equivalent with a black woman it'd be a bit overly that's like why is it overly (laughs) why it's it you know i'm not even gonna go to the forum that i I demolished that guy with on 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 that it did show that some you know that there hasn't been stuff commissioned, um, enough of it. And so therefore, when it does happen, people get shook. And this is, I also have to give a shout out to the next generation, Famalam. Famalam, please, <laughs> honestly, that needs to keep going because I crack up so much to things on Famalam. Um, there's just so many, and it shows the difference once again and the juxtaposition between Caribbean and African and how some things are familiar and some things are mad. I have to say, one of the most recent ones was, you know, was the, the the road man getting involved in their street battles where they end up actually trying to reconcile their battles through their little videos. And it's honestly cracks me up because comedy is reflective of the society in which it is in hmm. and it will keep moving and keep progressing. And that society involves people who are black and brown. How hard is this to understand? And that's why I give props to those who, you know, people from Famalam give credit to Real McCoy, who give credit to No Problem, who give credit to Desmond's. And what we're just showing is another point of view. Like, I, and I also give credit to um, Goodness Gracious Me. Mm, definitely. Showed definitely. me some things where, you know, obviously we knew uh, Colvinda and Mira from, Mira Sayal from Real McCoy, but Goodness Gracious Me was very, very, was much more, much more Asian. And, was I offended? No, not at all. In fact, I was laughing my backside off because honestly, the one of the best sketches in Goodness Gracious means let's go for an English. Best <laughs> sketch ever. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I beg you look it up on YouTube. It's basically where 
a group of Asian people go to an go to an English. I don't even know what it is. Caf, and it's honestly absolutely hilarious. Going for an English sketch is brilliant. It's up there. But yeah, and that's the thing that I think that the the more the more that you open up and see other things and see things that will challenge you, the more your worldview will change. Mm. The more you will understand and probably be a bit more empathetic. And God damn it, we need that right about now more than mm. ever before. You know. And I've got to say, there is a pride when you turn on and see yourself reflected. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to get off my little uh, my little soapbox now and uh, take really? a breath. Oh, and, you, uh, you seem so comfortable there. I am. I'm always uh, comfortable above y'all. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there she is, our high rule and ever ever watching master mistress of all of us. Thank, yeah, you nice Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I like that. I like oh, that. Yeah, I'm going to make out a t shirt one. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, once again, I have to give a big shout out to Box Room Music for doing our intro music because it's absolutely awesome. I've got to give uh, a big shout out to uh, the Instant Classic for editing. Oh, he's um, great. I love it. I love his stuff. His stuff's it's great. Amazing. Oh, it's so good. So good. Uh, so good. So thank you for taking Thank you. So talented. So oh, sexy. my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop there because <laughs> Amaz- of... an amazing lover. Going to stop. Going to have tapped out at this point. Going to definitely have tapped out at this he point. He has the biggest personality. Anyway. Personality. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this little, uh, this little uh, session of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, you just... Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Big Man, what's your socials? <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at uh, sorry, War3782 or on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Roberts Underscore V1. How about you, bruv? Well, you can find my huge personality <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube under Instant Classic Gaming. You can also find me on Instagram under Instant Classic Underscore Gaming, where I post mini videos, thumbnails, and occasional selfies here and there with my huge, huge face. <laughs> we you can also find us on Twitter at at and messed, and you can find us at, at messed up pod on Instagram. Uh, but once again, thank you for listening and take care. Have a good see one, guys. See you soon. Bye. Peace out. Later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.